0: The Jell-O program coming to you from the Santa Ana Air Base in Santa Ana, California, presented by Jell-O and Jell-O Pudding, starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day Rochester, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with I Am an American. rationing friends affects all of us. It affects you, your grocer, the folks who make Jell-O, every one of us. And all of us are doing our best to meet the situation, and we're going to make this sugar rationing plan a success. Next time you go to the store, if you find that there's not a full assortment of Jell-O and Jell-O pudding flavors to choose from, don't blame your grocer. It may have been impossible recently for him to obtain a complete range of Jell-O and Jell-O pudding flavors as usual. Of course, he'll continue to have a good supply of both these popular Jell-O desserts on his shelves. But he may not be able to offer you all the flavors all the time. So take this into consideration when you buy. If the particular flavor you want isn't available, try another. Perhaps one that you haven't tried recently. They're all swell. But buy only for your present needs. In this way, there should be enough for everybody. Let's cooperate so that everyone can enjoy these two grand desserts, Jell-O and Jell-O (laughs) Puddings. and played by the orchestra. Now, ladies and gentlemen, from the United States Army Air Base at Santa Ana, we bring you a man who drove us here in his old tin canna. Jack Benny.
1: Thank you, thank you. Jalal again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Donna, I mean Don, <laughs> as long as I was nice enough to give the whole gang a lift down here in my Maxwell, I don't see any necessity for referring to it as a tin can. But Jack, your car isn't exactly
0: the latest model, and besides, it's so slow. What do you mean, slow? Look, it's only 50 miles from Hollywood to Santa Ana, isn't it? Yes. Well, all I say is, if we leave Saturday morning, we should get here the same day. <laughs> All right, what's the big rush? We took our time, and we saw beautiful scenery. Well, I guess you are right, Jack. Wasn't such a bad trip after all. You're darn tootin'. And, uh, incidentally, I'd like to pay my share of the gas. The gas? No, no, Don, forget it, forget but, it. But, Jack, I wouldn't
1: think of imposing. Now, how much was it? Well... Oh, Don, let's not talk about it. No, let's not... Let's not talk about it, please. But Jack, I insist. How much do I owe you? Well, that will come to about no, no. <laughs> forget
0: it. Forget it. Say. Now Jack Benny, I demand that you let me pay my share of the gas. Here's a $20 bill. Thanks. Well done.
2: <laughs>
1: well done, it sure is great broadcasting here. For... Wait a minute. Don't I get any change? Change? Oh, oh yes, pardon me <laughs> uh, Your, uh, your share of the expenses, Don Comes to $1.15, including Including what? Insurance You had full protection from the Randall Motor Club
2: <laughs>
1: I'll, uh, I'll get your change uh, Wait till I open my purse Here you are Well, as I was saying, Don, it sure is great broadcasting for all these Army men. Yes, Jack, I'm getting a big kick out of it. Me too. Well, look who's here, the sweetheart of the Air Force.
3: Keaton sighing. That's my motto.
1: Well, here we are, Mary. Isn't this a fine-looking bunch of boys?
3: You said it. If this was a cafeteria, I wouldn't know which one to pick.
1: No. Ah, uh, these guys like you, too, Mary. You know, they don't see many girls around here.
3: <laughs> no, but they see plenty of them in Laguna Beach and Balboa.
1: Now, wait a minute, Mary. These boys don't go to Balboa to flirt with girls.
3: They don't, eh? No.
1: They go there to have fun on the roller coaster. (laughs) And throw baseballs and win Popeye dolls. And ride in the Tunnel of Love.
3: With a Popeye doll, you're crazy.
0: Well, maybe I am. Oh, Mary, wasn't that a lovely ride we had down here in Jack Maxwell?
3: Lovely.
1: Now, Don, if Mary doesn't want to help pay for the gas, she doesn't have to. (laughs) Forget it, Mary. Forget it. No,
3: I want to pay my share. I didn't chip in last time, and I got anonymous letters for a month. (laughs) Anonymous?
1: I wonder who could have... Oh, yes. Anyway, uh... Anyway, Mary, you don't have to pay the $1.15 for this trip.
3: Oh, I'll pay it. Where else can I ride 24 hours so cheap? (laughs)
1: Well, we, we would have made it much sooner, Mary, if it hadn't been for that bridge out.
3: And that's another thing. Why did you make us all get out of the car and look for your bridge?
2: <laughs>
1: because we hit a bump and away it went. That's why. Anyway, I'm not asking you for the money, so what's the big argument? Say, hey,
4: Mr. Benny, speaking of our trip down here...
1: Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello. Well, that's, uh, that's quite a, that's quite a hand you got there.
4: Yeah. Say, Mr. Benny, speaking of our trip down here...
1: How, uh, how do you feel, kid?
4: Oh, all right. I thought I had the mumps early in the week, but it turned out to be a tennis ball.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: a tennis ball? It's a swell game, but I gotta learn to keep my mouth shut. <laughs>
2: Yes,
1: yes, that would help, you
2: know. Say,
4: Mr. Benny, speaking of our trip down here... Yeah? I'd like to pay
1: my share of the expenses. Well, why didn't you say so? Uh, you owe me $1
0: even, Dennis. Okay, here it is. Wait a minute, Jack. How come Dennis pays only a dollar and you had Mary and me down for fifteen? There was a 15-cent reward. Dennis
1: found my bridge. <laughs> He's got very sharp eyes. But, Mr. Benny, you said the reward was
4: gonna be 50
1: cents. No, uh, no, Dennis, 15. You see, kid, with my teeth out, it just sounded like 50. (laughs) Look, I'll show you, Dennis, look. 50, 15. You see, they're they're exactly alike. Oh,
3: put your bridge back
1: in. I was just proving something. Hiya,
0: Jackson! Don't worry, fellas, the show'll start rolling now. (laughs)
1: What a ham. I suppose the show doesn't get started until you get here, Phil. Huh? Oh, it gets started all right, but when I come on, I'm like a ray of sunshine, a breath of spring.
2: <laughs>
1: Phil, if that's spring on your breath, I've never smelled a
2: taco See,
1: they know you. They didn't even let me finish the gag. <laughs> Brother, do they know you? <laughs> where, uh, where were you anyway, Phil? Well, I stopped in at the 302 Club to say hello.
2: To say, uh,
1: <laughs> to say hello? Yeah, my Aunt Sophie's a bouncer in there. <laughs> what? At her own, no aunt. The next time she slugs me, I'm going to defend myself. Well, I don't blame you. Say, Don, uh, go ahead and ask Phil, will you? Ask him what? Why? You know, about the, uh, Axwell May. Oh, you
0: know? oh, yes. Say, Phil, wasn't that a lovely ride we had down here in Jack's car? Yeah, it was all right. Hmm. Wonderful scenery, too.
2: Hmm. Oh,
1: Phil, you remember that beautiful orange drove we passed with that gas station right in the middle of it? <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me, Jackson. How much do I owe you? Forget it, Phil.
2: Forget it. <laughs>
1: For heaven's sake. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Say, Mary, ain't this a wonderful layout they got here at the air base? It sure
3: is. Colonel Robertson drove me all over in a Jeep.
1: You know, I've always wanted to ride in one of them things. I'll bet it's a lot of fun. Say, $1.15 isn't going to make me or break me. <laughs> Forget it, Phil. Forget it. Will you? I did already. Forget <laughs> it. Let's get on with the program. Okay. Now, Dennis, I think it's about time for your. I can't stand a chiseler. Dennis, I think it's about time for your song, so go ahead and entertain the boys. Yes, sir. I'll get a band leader next year that pays off, believe me.
5: (laughs) You're with me The cares of the day fade away Like the ship we watch at sea When you're with me a flower burst into bloom Like the rose you gave to me But when you're gone The are
2: asleep.
5: And so, oh, my love I pray there may come a day There'll be more than just memories When you're with me But when a day, there'll be
1: That was When You're With Me by Harry Glick and Jimmy Lambert, sung by Dennis Day. Very good, Dennis.
4: Say, Mr. Benny, remember last week when I dedicated my song to the Navigators and you told me what a Navigator was? Yes. Well, this week I'd like to dedicate my number to the
1: Bombardiers. Yes! Oh. Can you pound that into my head? (laughs) Now, Dennis, I'm not going through that again. I'll tell you later. Tell them now, Jackson. I'm an eager beaver and I want to get help. Eager beaver? What's that? Well, that's what they call a cadet around here that's snappy, on his toes all the time, like me. Oh. Well, Phil, you're not exactly an eager beaver. You're more the jerky turkey type. (laughs) Whatever that means. However, uh, fellows, if you want to know what a bombardier is, here goes.
4: Okay. Now, pay attention, Dennis Day. Do you want to be a
1: dope all your life?
2: (laughs) Quiet.
1: Now, the, um, the bombardier fellas sits in the glass-enclosed nose of the ship, and when the navigator advises him they are nearing the target, he starts regulating his bomb sight. This delicate instrument represents the optimum in mechanical precision and coordination. Oh, I get it. Good. Is it risky? <laughs> No, it's not risque. Now, fellas, a bombardier is chosen for steady nerves and exceptional eyesight and is head man during the bombing operation. That is, he is in charge of the plane from the time the objective is sighted until he drops his egg. Oh, for heaven's sake. (laughs) Dennis, they're not really eggs, they're bombs. Oh, God. Once... (laughs) Once the bombardier... (laughs) Once the bombardier has released the bomb, he relays this fact over intercommunication and the plane proceeds to its home base. Now, are there any questions? Yeah, I wonder if it's gonna be twins or triplets. (laughs) Take it easy, Phil He's, uh, he's expecting folks, you know Anyway, fellas, I hope I have clearly explained the bombardier and
0: sight. You certainly have, Jack And now let me explain about Jell-O hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're in constant intercommunication with your neighborhood grocer Ask him for a package of Jell-O Fine. You'll find that it's not only economical and easy to make But it's America's favorite gelatin dessert And I know a bombsight more about Jell-O than I do about aviation <laughs> I right, thank you well, you're in there punching
1: down. I wish I'd have thought of that myself. You know, that's one of the cleverest.
5: Come in. Got a special delivery here for Mary Livingston. <laughs> mm.
1: I'll take it. Here you are, Mary. Got a sign for it, you know. Government regulations. <laughs> I know that. We've been getting special delivery letters for years. I've been delivering them for years, and I've got one though. All right, all right, Mary. Uh, who's there? Well, I haven't
4: got my hand out to see if it's going to rain. You know.
1: Oh yes, yes. The uh, tip. Here you are.
5: Oh boy, a nickel. <laughs> now, now I can buy a half of a Saturday evening.
3: I think Uh, a nickel
1: was poison
3: or something. Oh, oh, Jack, this is the cutest letter. It's from that handsome navigator I met at Mather Field last Sunday. Oh, Hutchison, eh? Yeah, I call him Hutch. Listen to this. (laughs) My dear Miss Livingston, or may I call you Doll? Gee, he went right past Popeye, didn't he? (laughs) Uh Get this, Jack. Uh Uh-huh. Just a line to thank you for the big box of homemade fudge you sent me. I've often had it with nuts, but this is the only time I ever found bolts in it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: bolts in it? Well, uh, they were really nuts, but I didn't take the shells off them.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Continue. <laughs> Continue.
3: You know, I had a dream about you last night, Mary, and just as I put my arms around you, somebody shook me. This is the first time I was ever kissed by a top sergeant. <laughs> Well I understand, Mary, that you and your father are doing your program from Santa Ana this week (laughs)
1: Wait a minute, did you tell that guy I was your father?
3: No, he classified you himself
1: (laughs) I'm prematurely gray and he thinks I'm your father
3: Well, my father's prematurely gray and he's younger than you are All right, all right Younger than you are, younger than you are (laughs) Never mind. Finish the letter. Anyhow, Mary, watch out for the Cadets of Santa Ana. If you happen to go to Balboa with any of them, don't rush to the Tunnel of Love unless you take your father with you. (laughs) There he goes again. Mary, when you write
1: to him, straighten that out,
3: will you? No other news. So we'll close his love to you from your own little Hutchie.
1: Hutchie's about six foot two and he's getting kittenish
3: there. He is. If you send me another box of that fudge, I'm gonna keep it till I fly over Tokyo. That'll do the trick.
2: Hey,
1: that guy writes a pretty good letter, but you know, Mary, I don't think you should be making fudge when everybody's trying to conserve sugar.
3: Sugar? Oh, that's what I forgot to put in it.
1: What a cook! And now, ladies and gentlemen, this being I Am an American Day, as a special attraction, we're going to offer a musical salute to, uh... Pardon me, I'll take it.
5: Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny, this is Rochester.
1: <laughs> oh, hello, Rochester. What do you want? Boss, I told you we should have never taken that boat of yours along on this trip. He's crazy. Mr. Billingsley, what's the matter now? He thinks he's a bombardier. <laughs> a bombardier? Yeah, he's sitting on the radio of the car dropping ping pong balls on the an anthill. <laughs> Oh, he's just playing. He'll be okay on the way home. He ain't going home. He says he's going to join the Air Force and kill Hitler. Well, what's wrong with that? About five minutes ago, he looked right at yours truly and said, That suntan ain't fooling me, Adolf. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I don't even resemble the man. Be calm now, Rochester. When I see Mr. Billingsley, I'll explain things to him. Well, don't let your bridge work stick out. He thinks you're (laughs) a (laughs) Jap. Well, look, Rochester, Mr. Billingsley won't hurt you. He's harmless, so don't worry. Who's worrying? Did you ever notice the wing spread on my razor? (laughs) (laughs) You leave Mr. Billingsley alone. Now, Rochester, bring the car over here to the camp. And pick me up right after the broadcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. Now what? I got bad news for you. I wasn't able to get that blowout fixed. You couldn't fix the blowout? Well, how are we going to drive home? It's all set. We got three tires and a hoop snake. (laughs) Well, that might work. So long. I wish Rochester would try to understand Mr. Billingsley. After all, he paid me $115 to come down here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this being I Am an American (laughs) Day, as a special attraction, we are going to offer a musical salute to a great American, George M. Cohan. The orchestra is going to play a medley of some of his most popular song hits, which are now in Jimmy Cagney's new picture, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Take it, boys.
0: Yankee Doodle dood. Yankee Doodle came to London just to ride a pony.
2: I am a Yankee Doodle boy.
0: The grand old flag, you're a high-flying flag, and forever on high may you wave. To the emblem of the land I love, the home of the tree and the grave. Every
2: heart beats true, under red, white, and blue, where there's never a bolt for
0: drag. But you the way and be forgot, keep your eye on the grand old flag. Keep your eye on that grand hole.
1: a medley of George M. Cohan's most popular numbers played by the orchestra. Hope you're listening in, George, and that you're feeling fine. Now, Don, we've only got a couple of minutes left, so should we give the folks our surprise novelty? Yes,
0: Jack. Are you all set?
1: Wait till I put this clothespin on my nose.
2: Wait a minute. One second. Okay. Uh,
1: okay, Don. I guess I sound a little more like him now.
0: Uh, uh, go Go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, as most of you probably know, Fred Allen will be on the air in a little while, and of late he has been opening his show with an alleged comical analysis of the Jell-O program.
1: Hey, what is this?
0: You'll see, Dennis, you'll see. Now, this evening, folks, we would like to give you a preview of approximately what Mr. Allen will say about the program we've just concluded. Mr. Allen would probably start out something like this. Good evening,
1: ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This is Fred Allen, that meager beaver talking. (laughs) (laughs) And, Jimmy, did you by any chance listen to Jack Benny's program tonight? Why, no, Fred, I didn't. Well, you didn't miss much. Benny was broadcasting from the Santa Ana Air Base out in California. He's been playing quite a few air bases lately. That's because they've been giving him free oxygen for his flat lungs. (laughs) What else did he do, Fred? Well, it seems that Benny drove his whole gang down from Hollywood in that old Maxwell of his and made them each pay for the ride. That's like putting a nickel in a jukebox to hear a raspberry. <laughs>
3: oh, Mr. Allen, will you stop running down Jack?
1: Portie, you stay out of it.
3: <laughs> and then,
1: Jimmy, Mary read a letter that she got from a boyfriend that made her feel. And this fellow thought Jack was her father.
5: (laughs) 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 Well.
2: (laughs) Well.
1: You can't blame the boy for thinking Jack Benny is that old. After all, the only reason George Washington stood up on the boat when he was crossing the Delaware was because Benny made his pants too tight. (laughs) And then at the end of the program, he gave a corny imitation of me, and that's about all there was to it.
0: There you are, ladies and gentlemen a preview of what Fred Allen will say about Jack Benny. So if you still want to listen to his program, don't say we didn't give you fair warning. You said it. Play <laughs> it. Dad and mother, sister and brother, they'll all love this well-new salad treat. Sea Dream Salad, made with delicious lime jello. And there'll be extra pleasure in it for mother because it's so easy to make. Now here's all you do. Just dissolve a package of lime jello in one pint of hot water. Add one tablespoon of vinegar, one half of one teaspoon of scraped onion, one half teaspoon of salt, and a dash of cayenne, and pour it through a sieve. Then mold and serve on crisp lettuce with mayonnaise. And there's a delightful summer salad the whole family will enjoy. A tart, tantalizing salad made with cool emerald green lime jello, perfect for a warm weather meals. Get a package of lime jello tomorrow and serve this grand sea dream salad real often. But remember when you buy be sure to get Genuine Jell-O, because Jell-O's flavor is locked in Extra Ribs.
1: We're a little late, so thanks, Colonel Robertson and all the boys, and good night.
0: The Jell-O program is written by Bill Maher and Ed Beloyan and is broadcast each week by shortwave to our armed forces throughout the world presentation of this program from Santa Ana has been for the entertainment of the personnel station here and does not constitute an endorsement of our
2: product by the War Department or its personnel.